When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You guys, Wednesday, September 8th, AEG Presents is thrilled to announce Burt Kreischer live at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Again, that's Wednesday, September 8th. He's joined by Mark Norman. It's time to get your tickets all you got to do is download the Red Rocks app before you visit, which you should have already done by now, if we're being honest. It's a great app, really easy to use, and purchase your tickets to your favorite show or concert. If you don't know, Burt Kreischer is an American stand-up comedian, actor, and writer, and host. He performs to sell-out crowds across the country. This guy's hilarious. He's evolved from being named Rolling Stone's number one partier in the nation to one of the top names in comedy. So... Go ahead and download the Red Rocks app. Buy your tickets for Burt Burt Kreischer live at Red Rocks Wednesday, September 8th. Again, download the Red Rocks app today. Grab your tickets to see Burt Kreischer with Mark Norman September 8th at the best venue in the world. That's Burt Kreischer with Mark Norman at Red Rocks on September 8th. All ages are welcome. Get some music going. Get some energy. Get some life. Let's go, baby. Let's go. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the Bone Zone. Oh, that's right. I have an air horn here. Oh, there it is. The crowd's going nuts. Everybody's very excited about this. I'm telling you. It's disorienting. Everybody ready to talk, dude. Dude, I am telling you guys, I am so hyped. This is going to be a hype cast for Bones Highland. A Bones Highland hype cast. You might say, hey, didn't wasn't the last show a Bones Island hype guest? And the They're one before, Bones Island not compared guess. to what you are about to hear is the Denver Nuggets. The Summer League Denver Nuggets wrap up their time in Las Vegas with a win. With a nice dub, 94 to 87. So technically, guys, this is a winner's lounge. Hell yeah, dude. It feels great to be back. <laughs> Let's go. We're there so back right now. <laughs> We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can use promo code DNVR. You always do it wrong. Always do it wrong. There it is, right? There, use promo code DNVR when you sign up. And bet the last two games you bet on the Denver, the Summer League Denver Nuggets, underdogs. That's where they're the best. Right, right there. Get that money, baby. I'm joined by some esteemed colleagues. Seated up to the top over here. I guess it's in the top. Right? Uh, it's Brennan Boat. Are we locked into the bone zone? Are we married to that? Is that are we using I am married zone? to it? I am I married like to it. the bone zone. All right. Lock it in. But it was like if it is like a, a marriage, it's like an early like life marriage. He'll definitely this one won't work out. It's like a modern, it's like a modern <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. you could definitely call it quits in four years. It was like two young kids, weren't they weren't ready to get married yet? Like just give it time. <laughs> uh down here i got d-line co you guys know him as d-line yeah let's freaking go you guys uh i don't know if i'm ready for my new life is it a just a non-stop bonezer i'm not ready for this but you know <laughs> sometimes you don't choose life it chooses you you are a bonezer you are a bonesman quite I've bonezer. Been, dude i've dude i've been listen, listen i mean harrison was the original bonesman he really um, was you gotta he get told us, he, yep. put it, he put it in the chat. He's like, hey, guys, did you check out those bones highlight? And then he used the flame emoji, which, as you know, means hot fire. <laughs> and I didn't – but I, I – you know, going into every draft season, I reserve the right to be wrong about everything because I don't, I don't watch – like I watch three, four minutes of these guys, and everybody looks really good in their three and four minutes. Um, so as soon as uh, as soon as the pick came in, I was ready. I was my heart was open, and it's been filled ever since. And it's just now, it's now it's overflowing. I'm like the Grinch, only um, better, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Me either. Clearly, <laughs> I had no clue where I was going. We both meandered there. 
Um, so summer league game number five for the Denver Nuggets, number four for the real Denver Nuggets of Zeke Nagy and Bones Island. I think the only two real ones. Uh, Bull Bull did not play in this game. You know, he's somewhat of a real nugget, I think, at the moment, um, you know, at least on the roster. But his second game in a row, he did not play. I don't think it's that surprising. Third-year players usually will come down. If they play, they participate in like one, maybe two games. Bowl got three games out of that. I think even that was kind of more than than I certainly thought. And and so I'm not – I think a lot of people trying to read into what does it mean that he didn't play. Guys, literally could mean anything, but I, I think more than anything it was just, hey, let's get a look at Bones Highland running the show and and maybe having pieces around that aren't going to swallow up too much of the possessions or this so that as bones or as bull bull can do not not necessarily a knock against him but he's a loud player who sort of changes the texture of the game these last two i thought have been bones highland's best and in large part one of the things that is so exciting for me is that it has been so clearly everybody looking to bones I didn't think that in the first two games he played. It felt a little bit like, okay, who's the guy? But in these last two, especially down the stretch, everybody has kind of been like, hey, man, what do you want us to run? What do you want us to do? Where do you want me to stand? All of that. And he just is so comfortable in that role. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't be more impressed with him, even though tonight, it's going to sound weird, only 20 points on 50% shooting, 7 of 14. But I still was so impressed with him. What do you think, Vote? Yeah, almost don't even care about the scoring. How about his first half as really the primary playmaker when he was out there? Ton of pressure, getting blitz, getting doubled. And just as as you've highlighted, as you did in that list that you released around halftime, he's just very comfortable, right? This is a guy I think if you watch two minutes of his YouTube video, you want to say he's a chucker, but you do some more research, you watch him play. He's a pretty smart player. And I think maybe his first year at VCU, more of a point guard that next year had to do some other things. But you're seeing a guy who I think is more comfortable in that role, facing pressure, finding guys, moving the ball. Um, and, and I think four assists, zero turnovers. He could have had more assists. I thought the Nuggets left plenty on the board with him out there. So a guy who's a better playmaker than uh, this is not a knock, and I'm certainly not one, but the draft experts let on, at least in my eyes. Yeah, man. Uh, it It's no coincidence in any way, shape, or form that Bowl – leaving the summer league team has i mean it's completely you're gonna do this right away you're just gonna come in here and the yeah, bowl i'm just saying fans, I'm, I'm, like, not, I'm not blaming bull i'm me. just saying like it just it, it it now has allowed there to be like some semblance of of an offense like a little baby yeah. offense like the with a point guard with the ball in their hand n- n- i'm not like knocking bull because it's summer league so like it's really like any style of play whatever works works but as far as like allowing bones to like why he didn't look as good in the previous games as he has in the last two it's i mean it's clear like he just has the ball he's sort of like as you say like he's he looks poised. He's he's getting the ball to, to people. He's not just looking to create his own shot, but he's not afraid to do it either. I love it. Like he gets better and better as the game goes on. He's done that now, at least two games in a in a row, if not three, where it starts off a little slow and like allows the the game to sort of like open up in front of him, and then he gets more and more confident, starts hitting those shots, um, and like varying what he's doing like he's so slippery like getting to the basket and he's so like he varies what he what he does it's like dude i'm i'm i just can't get enough i i, I literally can't get enough but i do i mean i am so in on bones it's disgusting run through the context again too like first year player not a lottery pick got off to as worst a worst to start as it could have gone with yeah. you know the covid protocols comes out look more or less i would say that's about as high a bar as you can set, you know, for someone where he was drafted in that context. He looked very comfortable. Um, it'd be hard to imagine or expect him looking much better. Now it's just summer league, but again, look, that's a hurdle you can clear or fall on. Some guys who we'll talk about later in this show, they've stumbled. Bones cleared his, and and it's really exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the questions you don't know. Like all this, you can do the scouting, the skill set, this or that, and even that, I feel like. You know, I, I feel like I now know maybe Bones' skill set 70%. Like, I have a good grasp on it. There's more that we're going to learn. I mean, we at the end of the day, we only watched him four times at this level. So there's still more that we're going to unpack and learn. But I feel like we have a pretty good read on what he's what his strengths and weaknesses are. But from a character standpoint, that's where you really don't know these guys. And I feel like we got our first glimpse of that throughout this in that they had every excuse you could have made in the book, you know, arriving on such short notice and this or that. But – he really embraced, I thought, it looked like he embraced this challenge and just 
his personality and approach to the games was so contagious. Like the rest mm. of the team, as this summer league experience went on, you saw other guys just starting to play with a little bit more pep in their step and a little bit more confidence and excitement and just joy. And, and I really do think that was a thing that was very obvious in watching the game, that you can see it, that he brings that contagious joy to, to his teammates. Mm. Yeah. The other thing is it's just people sort of had an idea of what their role was like in, in a small way. Like it wasn't, it, it, it became less of a free for all. And I think that that brings, uh, you know, like it gives people sort of solace. They know they're not freaking out. They don't, they're not just running around. Like as soon as they get the ball, I'm like, like am I supposed to shoot this? Like, what am I doing? Right. So, yeah. Honestly, like, what they were all doing was looking to him as in like, you're the, in a weird yeah. way, you're the point of all of this, not the point guard, just the point, like, and we'll all fall in line behind you. And that alone gave a lot of clarity. He has a lot of gravity to him on and off the court. So He's a guy people are looking to. He's a guy who appears to be well-liked. I mean, we talked about on this show, every summer league broadcast I watch mentioned that he had the biggest personal cheering section there. I mean, this is a guy that people, their eyes are on bones and he's got a lot of people in his corner. And so there's from an off the court sort of personality thing, there's a bit of a thrill Monte hybrid thing going on here. And I'm all for it. Um, this is a guy who's just, he's got a ton of charisma and he look, he's anything but a boring pick where they took <laughs> for sure he's not boring uh this was a very enjoyable summer league and honestly it was because of him. if he sat out tonight i was honestly prepared mentally for if he didn't play i was gonna be like what am i going to? i'm gonna have to sit and watch this and have notes <laughs> but <laughs> it honestly would have been a disaster um, i have to take a quick little intermission here because adam Sargent says getting strong lingerie vibes from adam's yeah. curtains yeah we all uh, i never had anybody get attracted to my blind <laughs> close your eyes Oh, it's a kid show, Adam. That's actually not true. It's just you've, you've never had anybody tell you about it. That's right. I think that's, that every we see time those blinds all the time, Adam. We have thought the comment section every now and then surprises me. I would, I'm ready for anything, and then I think I am, and then I'm surprised yet yet again. Um, as Vote mentioned earlier, I did just do an edition of the list on almost exclusively on Bones Highland. I think I had one Zeke Naji clip in there, kind of highlighted demon. What's that? No Xylem Cheatham? You know, I didn't. Uh, and it's funny because there are people hitting me up about it and say, hey, what do you think of this guy? Or that being a Burton or whatever. And, um, you know, I don't have any thoughts just because I'm pretty confident. I put this out the other day in the Discord. Another reason for you to become a member is so that you can get in the chat and hear little inside tidbits. I think there is a decent chance that the Nuggets have their entire 17-man roster locked up right now. We already know the 15-man roster is locked up. We know that Marcus Howard has one of the two ways. I have a sneaky suspicion that we might have a familiar face with the other two-way, and I think it might be none other than one Peter Cornelie. I don't know this for certain. This is just my sort of reading the tea leaves, um, both based on some things you know we heard around the water cooler, but also, if you remember, guys, on That's draft right. night, the photograph of the uh, board. Drop the whiteboard. It's actually funny. If you look at the whiteboard for the Denver Nuggets, everything yeah. they have predicted has happened on draft night. The number 26 pick. They had JG and JG. We now know that's Jeff Green and, and Jermichael Green as the backup four and five. They had Zeke Naji there penciled in as like the fifth string of both of those. He had Bull Bull. And then your two ways. You had an MH and a PC. Well, MH, clearly Marcus Howard. PC, could we be looking at a, a Peter Cornelie uh, reemergence from the wild? Is there, any, is there anybody else that it could be? Is there like a hop <laughs> hill? It's, it's got to be. <laughs> no. That's the only one. Nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing either. Yeah, part of why and we also, haven't... like, also, if you if you follow it down, like they had the number twenty six pick as a point guard. Oh, they did actually. You're right. They did have that. I don't know if that's how I would it's have. Read funny, it. It's funny for you to say though, like that everything that it predicted came true. It's like that's what they were do. That's not a like. This is these are the things we are. Well, doing. well, hey, let's actually be fair here. There's there are a handful of Timmy. You look at New Orleans. If they would have leaked their whiteboard on accident uh, on draft night, nothing that they wanted to happen came true. So <laughs> you know, it's not. We can't take for granted that they really kind of had a plan, a vision that they wanted, and and kind of uh, took it out. But you know, getting. I want to get back to Bones. So I did do the addition of the list, and there's all those clips on there. The number one thing I, I said this, by the way, on the podcast I did on Saturday night after that last game, which was maybe even more impressive in some ways than this this one. This one was very impressive as well. But the thing that really stands out to me about Bones is his basketball IQ. That you you mentioned their vote earlier about his passing. 
I know some draft nicks and some, some some of the front office members that were like, hey, he he actually is a really good passer. Way to you see it. So I wasn't as surprised at that aspect of it, but it was his feel for the game and his basketball IQ that really stood out to me last game and this game as well. I think he is a more cerebral play. We all know he was a hooper as as Harris right, right. that will be joining us shortly likes to say, but I think he's actually going to be a very smart player as well. Well, that's what I mean. He was described as a guy who could pass and was willing right. to pass, but no one really, you know, I, a lot of secondary playmaker talk, but I, right. I see exactly. the foundation of a guy who maybe Adam, you know, at least on the summer league level could be a primary playmaker for some I'm of the reasons you. you were making. And I don't want to steal your thunder, but you know, you can, you juxtapose it with like an Emmanuel Moutier who could get the first step on a lot of guys and had no plan from that point forward. And Bones is a guy who is reading. He's watching, he's reading, and he's making deliberate movements. Uh, and it's just, yeah, cerebral's the word. Off-ball as well, he moves really well. This is a guy, again, you don't want to just do that he's a pickup player because it's a guy who has a lot of NBA-style sort of mental things going on. And the makeup of a guy who I think has got some potential as a primary creator. I, I'm with you on this. I don't think you need to hedge your bet. I think he shows the upside to be a primary facilitator. Yeah. Or whether that means – look, I think the Nuggets need three facilitators at all time, Jokic plus at least two other, if not three other. But he, to me, he looks – I'm with you. I, I thought he was a combo guard. I'm like, no, he could be, a, I think, a straight-up point guard. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I've said it before, and I'm still waiting for the challenge I put out into the universe. Somebody, including Bones Highland, needs to convince me that we did not draft Damian Lillard. I've not been <laughs> – this has not been challenged yet. I've not had seen a single argument against it. Um, he's got the oh. hesitate. Like, he's, he's – like, I don't know, man. He's not like particularly quick. He's he's stealthy, like and 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 slippery, like you said, uh, like Luca. I mean, in the way that he will just get the ball out in front of his defender and just get his sh front shoulder out in front of the guy, and then he's yeah. past him. He's beat him, and it's so impressive. And then obviously, like his jump shot is so effortless. Like I don't really understand it. Like it, it looks like he's just kind of like shot putting it, but it's pure and it's like uh it comes so quickly um and it's unexpected and expected at the same time like you really don't know what he's going to do which is like makes him an even greater uh threat you know to pass it to yeah. drive it to shoot it like did i tell you i'm all in dude i'm all you in, all in. I'm, you're not as all in as i am i'm surprisingly all in on him as well you know this early i just i really like him you know my along the Damian lower lines you know my favorite play from this this game tonight when Bones pulled up from like 40 feet, he missed it. But just like the audacity to be like, yep. yeah. you know what? F yep. it. I'm shooting this ridiculous <laughs> shot. And it he was, almost made it. With two minutes left in that close game, I just, he, he, he had the ball at half court and I yelled, do it from my couch. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's so funny. He just has the confidence to take those. And I really think, you know, Tyler Lydon, this is a funny comparison, but Tyler Lydon was a really good shooter. I mean, we saw him. In, first of all, his numbers in college were great, and if you watched him in practice, he was great. But remember in summer league how many wide-open shots he would pass up? And we're like, dude. And I think, honestly, it was that the ability to shoot and the confidence to shoot are two different things. And Bones has the ability to shoot, I think, no question. But he has the confidence. Like, he just doesn't mind. He missed a couple shots early and just kept going. Like, I really do think he's a pure basketball player in that in that way where like he has a nice goldfish memory, just moves on to the next shot and, and is ready to keep it going. And yeah. you just love you, to see it. You know what I like about him too is like when the shot clock is winding down and he has to take get a shot up, he doesn't rush them. Like he still like is even yeah. that, that shot in the corner, like yeah. he didn't rush that shot. He still took his time and like got it up and and, and there was no panic to his uh his approach, which is amazing. I love it. Yeah, I do love the idea. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit on the other side, but I do love the idea of Denver now, maybe more than ever, can throw out a five-man lineup that is like all great offensive players. I mean, Bones probably isn't there yet. I know he looks good in summer league, and I'm going to get hyped. I'm, we're going to bring this up, but it is a different beast to go to the next level. Sure. And defensively, there's still like okay, some question marks, but offensively, man, I just I really like the mold, and I, I think he's going to be fantastic. Um, the set shot, Eric, as you're talking about, I put this on the list as well, but you know, he doesn't dip. A lot of guys will bring that ball down low, especially skinny guys. This is like yeah, a skinny guy trait. Like, 
really pro up. Like he catches it here and goes up with it, man. And it's just it's really quick. It catches guys off guard. Wrist um, like, his body forward too. He's like the, his whole body is like going towards the baskets. And it's it's I've never really seen a, a shot like it before. And more than anything, he's just fun. Like, he's easy to root for. He seems, by all accounts, to be a really great dude. Um, the Nuggets themselves did a great job with a video today um, on – it was like a behind-the-scenes look at him. And you just saw he's got the whole family there. He's I, I always love it when you've got an extended family with, like, uncles and cousins and stuff. And he's so clearly the center of attention. Now, granted, this is – you know, he's an NBA player now and this or that. But, you know, you can just tell that he's the charismatic one in the family. Everybody has one. And, and – it's just he's so easy to root for. So I'm very um, – I'm so excited for the Bones. And and by the way, I remember talking about – to Will Barton about Jokic's first summer – our first training camp and how much energy he brought. I fully expect that from Bones this year. I, I kind of expect him to – we talked about did they get enough new blood or is it going to kind of feel like going, you know, going mm. back to school? You come back in for training camps, all the same faces, same name. Like do you get – I think Bones – Jeff Green also, you know, he's a good locker room, good glue guy, but I think Bones Highland is going to bring a lot of that energy that's mm -hmm. like, okay, we got the fresh blood in here who's really excited. Could see Jamal really liking him, couldn't you? I, mean, I know he's not going to be on the court and stuff every day, but, yeah, it just could be good for vibes. And I do – I'm now excited for preseason because I do want to see some some Bones reps with with those first unit guys if we get them. Yeah. You know, we'll see how much they play. But, you know, could be the case as much as I'm in on Bones like everyone else is – as far as, you know, his role in the rotation and stuff, still a rookie, plenty of guards ahead of him. Could be the case we get that first extended look, the G League. So preseason for now becomes that much more of a, of something I really want to focus on. I, I'm really excited to see what this guy looks like with competent talent and spacing around him because it's been a slog for a player who I think is is very talented. Yeah, the great, the greatest part about the about Summer League is that if you're too good, they make you stop playing. Like, what are you doing? Like, do you know how to play basketball? I love you. Another thing I really like is how much the VCU fans are standing in. Like, I, I, I got some VCU guys that are like hopping in. Like, you guys it's like we've got, we got Serbia, Argentina, and now VCU, the and three VCU. sovereign nations. <laughs> three sovereign nations for sure. <laughs> you mentioned the, the one on one. I, I think him and Jamal probably won't happen this year, but him and Jamal are going to have. They're going to be the two guys that stay after every practice going one-on-one -on -one with a running tally of like who wins. They're both they're both similar in that way, and I, I, I can't wait to see, catch glimpses of those two playing I just need to make sure you guys are ready for when I post the meme of uh, CJ and Dame, wipe the glasses, Jamal and Burns. Are you ready for this? Like, let me know. I, it kind of feels like an insult, to be honest, but you know what? Whatever. Okay. We'll go with that. Everyone's ready. Maybe if you want to do like a curry and clay or something like that, okay, I would welcome it. Um, let's take a break. On the other side, a lot of people asking, okay, well, where, where does Bones fit in? Let's look at that. What are his paths to actually playing minutes for the real Nuggets this season? Uh, as well as talk about Zeke Naji and Bol Bol. First, let's talk about Breckenridge Brewery. You know we love our Breck beers and our seltzers. We also love that Breckenridge Brewery is teaming up with the National Parks Conservation Association. As you know, as we've told you many times, Breck is donating 1% of all their profits this summer to the National Parks Conservation Association. That's right. If you buy some booze, you're doing some good. How about that? Uh, also, you can enter to win a $30,000 skate pod trailer if you go to uh, m slash in good co. That's Ignore that. If you go to breckbrew.com slash ingoodco for more details, uh, winning that $30,000 escape on trailer, that's breckbrew.com slash ingoodco. Also, look at, look at uh, this, Eric. Everybody, welcome. Uh, Farmhouse is open. <laughs> Let's freaking go. You can dude. get their booze delivered on the Drizzly app. You could pick it up at the grocery store. Also, if you want to order some food and booze from the farmhouse, call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. Use code DNVR to save five dollars and i'm pretty sure i know what happens next oh it changed strava craft coffee uh you guys know how much i love strava you craft do. coffee the cbd infused coffee that'll leave you honking like a what a goose like a, a goose baby right now you can get 25 percent off your first purchase when you use code dnvr25 or if you want to be really really smart you can use that code to subscribe to their subscription service then you get 20 percent off your cbd infused coffee every single shipment you choose what flavor, what doses, when it comes every two, four, six, eight weeks. So you, remember, if you're a first-time user, Strava is now offering 25% off. Just use code DNVR25 at checkout. Also, we've got some sweet cold brew on tap at the bar. So if you're ready for a long night of drinking, but you need a little pick-me-up, do it the way I like to get my pick-me-up. Do it with Strava Craft Coffee. 
have yourself honking like a goose. Another thing, by the way, about the DNVR bar, we now have the like beer towers. They yeah. come with like a little like ice in the middle and then it's a tower. So it sits at your bar like your own little draft, uh, which is just the coolest thing. First of all, DNVR bar guys, so a lot of pop in. I know we had a lot of people coming out for games, this or that. The DNVR bar just feels good. So if you fantasy football, we have a great deal going on. If you bring your, your squad down for fantasy football, I think you get two pitchers of beer for free. So they've got Tuesday night trivia. We got all kinds of good stuff going on. So you no longer just have to go to the DNVR bar for games. You can actually go there to pregame, postgame, or just game. Game it up. You could, you could patronize it as a business. It's that's what it is. It's, <laughs> a, it's, actually, a, it's, a, it's a business. It's open daily. <laughs> everybody always tells me every time they go, they're like, it just feels so nice in here, man. It just feels mm -hmm. so chill. Vibes man. are good. The vibes are, are so immaculate in there. Um Dude, uh, I, so, by the way, if we don't, if you don't get one of those beer towers filled with strava cold brew like i don't know what wow that would that's beyond honking like a goose right i there. don't i don't think steven strava recommends that yeah. <laughs> um life expectancy of a goose let's not mince words here guys zeke naji had a rough summer league sure did. Um, and it's kind of funny we myself including i was leading the zeke naji should be getting minutes i'm worried about jeff green and michael green like you can't read too much in the summer league, but I, I, I very at this moment have an unspeakable amount more confidence in Jeff Green and Michael Green playing meaningful minutes than I do of Zeke Naji. And look, let's preface it by all the usual things. This was really rough on him. He's not a summer league type player. He's a basketball player, not a hooper. He arrived late, this or that. And also, if you go back and watch, he if you he missed a lot of catch and shoot threes in this game that were like halfway down, whatever. Like. He just had a bad shooting. Sometimes you have a bad shooting stretch. That being said, every chance he got to put the ball on the floor, like literally every chance, turned out to be a disaster. And that's the part where I look at and I go, man, his skill set is very limited. And he just didn't do himself any favors. Are you – we've talked about this a little bit, Vote, but are you – what's your level of opinion changing with him? Yeah, I mean, go back to the hurdle example. He tripped, so it doesn't mean he's necessarily out of this race and or won't yeah. you know ever work his way back into the rotation. But like you said, I thought he had to gain some ground after those signings, and he certainly did didn't do that. If anything, he probably fell behind a little. Um, look, I believe in the shot. I think as a catch and shoot guy, he's going to be fine for his for his size. Um, I, he can move his feet defensively. That was something the front office was hoping would be the case. And I think that's proven to be the case. So that's a plus, but this is why you do the Jermichael green, Jeff green stuff. When you're operating as a contender, those guys are known qualities and maybe Zeke could be something more, but you're using the word maybe, and you're asking questions. And Tim Connolly had an opportunity to answer a question with part of the mid-level exception. And I just think that's prudent front office work. And, and we're seeing why now. I see this comment from Andrew Buckman saying that Zeke is a tweener. He's not mobile enough to be the four. I disagree with that. I think he's very mobile. In fact, his defensive mobility, I put this up on the list. That's been a very impressive part of his game. That's really the only part of his game that has popped is his ability to kind of slide his feet and guard not just fours, but threes, twos, and ones. So I think defensively, he's by no means a tweener. I think he'll be very good. But you got to provide something on the offensive end and really the you some – I'm not even sure just catch and shoot three point shooting would be enough. You would hope that he would start adding pieces. And I mean, he really is on the ground floor of that. Before we say anything, Eric, let's bring in the man with the wind oh. in the air onto it. Oh my gosh. So windy in here. It is so windy in here. Uh, but we're talking about Zeke Naji. Eric, do you want to? Uh, yeah, yeah. Harrison, you missed the Bones Highland part, but don't worry. You caught the Zeke Naji part. You're <laughs> just in time. My, my thing with Zeke Naji is that we've seen him play better in an NBA environment. And so I like. I don't think that any of the coaching staff is looking at this other than just like, like all right, this is this just did not work out for him. This is not uh, showcasing him, but. You know, I mean, I definitely feel like less uh, satisfied with Zeke Naji going into the season, but I also know that the real decisions are not coming from summer league. They're coming right. from the, you know, the preseason, the workouts, et cetera, et cetera. And he, again, he's looked a million times better playing actual NBA basketball than he did uh, playing any of these summer league games. Like, I mean, he was high on all of our lists on guys to watch um, going in and man, it just like, what a massive disappointment from that standpoint. 
The but again, like, couldn't have gotten that much worse. It really couldn't have. It, I think, like he couldn't catch. I mean, he had like Michael Porter Jr. ball catching like issues. Like he every time he got he went into the lane. Let's like, build was, what Zeke Naji was. He has Michael Porter's hands. Okay, yeah. oh, yeah. three point shot. Paul, Paul Millsap with the ball in his hands on the fast break. <laughs> okay, we got all that. Like, yeah, a little rough. Yeah. A little rough. Um, it was really rough, but I I, I don't care. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. I, I, like none of, none of it means anything to me other than it just sucked. Like I wanted to be excited and I'm not. Harrison, before we rebound to happy bowl, uh, bones Highland thoughts, give us Zeke Naji thoughts, but also was anything said in the post game uh, about him and his experience here? Yeah. Really? The only thing that was said was Charles Clask was just like, we're not worried about him. Um, like obviously he shot it terribly at summer league. What was he? Two of 16 or 17 or 18 from three. I think 18, two of 18, two of 18 from three. But yeah, Klaus just said, we're pretty much not worried about him after last game. He said like, look, he does so many other things that don't show up in the box score that we're still really excited about, which, you know, is totally true. But I mean, he, he looked, yeah, like you said, Adam, as bad as he possibly could look on the offensive end, he was pressing today. Um, I mean, he was a really good free throw shooter. I, look, he only shot, what, 15 free throws last year. But, you know, he was money from the line whenever he got in. He shot a free throw today that almost, I thought, got wedged between the backboard and the rim. <laughs> like, I think it hit the backboard first. It was ugly, man. And so. I think he yeah. was rattled. And I think that's. He was rattled. And that's part of that's not an excuse. It's to say, like, hey, man, this is a guy that you're hoping can fill in and play real minutes, but he's a guy that was rattled in summer league. And, and that's a piece of the puzzle, yeah. at least for where he is right now. No, and, and totally. And yeah, you can say, look, summer league doesn't really mean that much. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And I even said this on the show on Friday, like, or the last show we did. Yeah. It's more important what he did in the NBA last year. But if Zeke Naji was shooting 40% from three right now, it looked great. You know, we'd right. all be talking about him as, oh, we got to put this guy in the right. rotation. Exactly. So, yeah, 100%. Summer League does absolutely matter from that standpoint. Yeah. So here's an interesting question. Not that our opinion on this matters, like if we go through the depth chart. It's just a fun conversation to have August 16th. Like we have six weeks now basically before anything's going to happen in the NBA. So this is the time we start these conversations. But at this very moment, everybody I think is comfortable with Aaron Gordon and Jokic as the starting backcourt. Jeff Green, Jermichael Green is the backup front uh, front court. Do, is anybody object to that at this moment and think, hey, man, I, th I think Zeke still is the guy there, or we all kind of see him below the, the Jay Greens? No, nah, it's probably know. them two or Peter Cornelie. Like, he might be the <laughs> other guy in there. I don't know. No no way. We're put, we can't put Peter Cornelie above Zeke Najee now. Come on, man. We would, have seen it, we would have seen it on the depth chart, guys. Uh, but here's the, here's the, yeah, right the board. Vlato Chanchar had a great Olympics. Zeke Nagy had a terrible mm. summer league. Like, mm. does anybody feel now that Vlatko maybe at this very moment in your own personal ranking for whatever that's worth is maybe slightly ahead of Zeke Nagy in your trust scale? Hmm, yes. That's tough. That's yes. tough. Trust scale, the way you frame it, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I trust Vlaco at this point more. So, so there's a big game, big Sunday Sunday night game. You got to put somebody in because everybody got hurt. You got to put somebody in. You're thinking there's Vlaco, there's Zeke. You're saying Vlaco, get in there. He's got experience, man. He was part of the seven. <laughs> part of the seven. I like it. That I like that. That's the thing that pushed it over the edge. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So let's get back to Bones. Harrison, what was your takeaway from today with Bones? I mean, more really, really encouraging stuff. Um, in the first half, he had four assists, no turnovers. Thought he was great as a playmaker. These last two games, I feel like we've re really just seen him take total control over the team. Uh, scoring, playmaking, just being the lead guy. And it's somewhat of a coincidence, maybe. Not not so much of a coincidence that Bull goes out and the team just kind of turns over to Bones Highland and they win two games. Um, but I thought he was great. Um, his three point shot looks absolutely legit. He shot 40% from three at summer league on a bunch of attempts. I mean, he was three of nine, uh, from three today. That's pretty much been on par with what he's done throughout summer league. So, uh, I thought he was great. 
Yeah. What about after the game? Did uh, Charles Class – who spoke, by the way? And Did Charles Class have any other commentary on Bones? Yeah, we spoke to Charles and Bones. And Charles said that he thought today was a great sign of Bones' basketball maturity. I got to say, Charles Class is a great quote. He's a great <laughs> quote. I've, I've actually had a really enjoyable time chatting with him this week. Um, but he said today was a great sign of his basketball maturity. Apparently, Denver had to switch up a bunch of things on the fly just in terms of their game plan and based on how Milwaukee was guarding them today. And this is something that class said after the last game that I wrote about. Bones was coming to him in the huddles and being like, no, I don't want the screen because they're doubling me off the screen. I just want to take my man one on one. So Bones is already like recognizing that stuff and defensive tendencies and whatnot and telling the coaching staff what he wants. So that kind of stuff for a 20-year-old point guard, I don't think you see that that often. Um, Charles Class said after last game, that's pretty rare. So, so that stuff is is really, really exciting. Yeah. What did Bones have to say about this game and maybe even just this experience? Um, he was happy with his play. He's really tried to become more of a leader. He's tried to use his voice more over these last couple games because he was kind of pissed at himself that he didn't. Uh, his first game and he really got on himself. So that's what he's really been trying to improve on. Um, but he said, he's just been playing how he's always played and watching like his highlight tape. Yeah. This is how he's always played. Uh, he's let it fly from three. Um, he, he's shown a lot more, I think as a playmaker and a pure point guard than we saw at VCU last year. Uh, we, we talked about this a little bit, but his freshman year at VCU, he played more point guard sophomore year. He played off the ball. So he can do a little bit more point guard stuff that I think a lot of people give him credit for uh, coming into the uh, coming into summer league. But he said the plan for him now is to go get settled in Denver and then get in the weight room. Um, he wants to play at around 175 pounds this coming season, which is what he was at the combine. He said he's lost a little weight just traveling and kind of working out in the lead up to these last couple I, of games. I love these dudes yeah. who, when they're not dieting properly, right. like they lose weight, not gain it. I know. I was, just saying, I was just thinking, like, we traveled to Vegas. I did not lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> the same uh, way. yeah. The only things I lost yeah. was, like, dignity. And money. <laughs> A lot of money. Oh, don't forget that. Money. Money. <laughs> money. My girlfriend. Well, it's complicated. <laughs> so he's going to try to get back up to 175 pounds but he said he doesn't want to put on so much weight that he loses his speed and, and his agility so the nuggets will be conscious of that okay. i think it was adam who said not even sure he can with that body type but we'll see yeah we'll find out um that is cool though to hear that he'll be back here you know i mean he just weeks ago he didn't know what city he would be living in now now it sounds like he's going to make the move and start the training process i mean the season will be here i think before people realize it uh, as early as next week, we have to start prepping for the, uh, you know, the start of the season. Our, our, our what start of the season big player meeting. profiles and all that stuff. So everybody out there, we're gonna have a meeting. meeting. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, I say that as a prep to them, saying like we're already at the point where we have to prepare for training camp. Like it's not a thing where it's like ah, training camp's down the line. It's actually gonna gonna be here sooner than you think. Man. So it's exciting. <laughs> Um, why don't we hit our last break? Actually, first let me let me just do a grade. Um, Eric, give Bones Highland a grade for summer league. Are you kidding? What do you think I'm gonna give him? He's an A, A plus. I I, I um didn't know exactly what to expect from Bones Highland. His highlights looked great. Um, we were all nervous about his size. We didn't know if a guy like that could translate to the NBA. Uh, we still don't know. We do know that he translates very well to NBA Summer League. Um, but there's just something about the way that he moves, the way he plays. Like, it's just so intriguing to me. I've watched his highlights from the other night, like approximately 8 million times. I just keep over and over. <laughs> it was they're a very like, fun game. I just, there's just something about like the, his hesitation. Like he puts his big foot down and like steps back. And um, his big foot? I'm just, his feet are very big. Like he reminds oh, okay. me of like a, a. I thought you just meant one's like bigger. I know, like he has the crusher. Either one. The pincher claw. I, either, yeah. Either foot is his big foot that he puts down. But um, the way he plants his foot and um, is then able to be 
agile and nimble off of it. It's like, I'm, you know, I, I watch the NBA, as you know, just purely based off of like, that's right. Mechanically, baby. I do. I really, I really watch it mechanically. I watch it like the, the dance that it is like. Um, and so when I see somebody that's just like, is so intriguing to me from a movement and, you know, like a, as you say, mechanic standpoint, it's like, it just like adds another level. So I'm, I'm so in, I'm so intrigued. Bones um, Highland mover. Shaker. <laughs> give us uh, your grades, by the way, in the chat. I, I'm curious to hear what everybody else had to say. Harrison, what grade would you give him? Oh, an A. Absolutely an A. Um, I mean, he he got what he wanted. I feel like, for the most part, whenever he was on the court, that first game was a little shaky. But these last two games, back-to-back 20-plus point games, um, just seemed comfortable out there. It didn't seem like the game was too quick for him at all. Um I asked Charles Classic about this after the game. I was just like, how far away do you think he is from potentially being a part of your rotation? And like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to take Charles Classic at his word here, but he said that, yeah, he, he could be part of our rotation just simply because there's always room for players like him with a great feel for the game. And that's to Eric's point. He's got an amazing feel for the game. And, yeah. you know, he's, he's a true Hooper and, and Hoopers have that feel. Every time you say it, it just cracks me up. What about you, Vote? Uh, I'll go A-. minus. Leave some room for growth defensively. How about that? If he was a better player on that end, then I'd say A-, plus offensively. stern taskmaster. That's right. I grade like an upper-level philosophy professor. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Uh, I'm going to go with A+. Plus. I'm an easy grader over here, I guess. But um, here's what I Communications professor. Here's, here's what I would say. <laughs> He, I think, is my favorite summer league nugget that I've watched. So I've been watching wow. since 2015. And, like, Jokic would be number two. But even Jokic, like, bigs just don't pop as much. I love watching the passing, this or that. But, like, Bones actually got to run the show and be this. And I just – he was so much fun. He honestly made this summer league a very fun summer league uh, for me personally. And um, he was just very, very exciting. So he gets an A-plus, and he's all the way at the top with Jokic. Those guys are in tier one. I don't know who the other go, tier man. is. More fun than Nikola Radisevich? <laughs> More <laughs> fun than... too is, is just Jimmer. It's what just about, him. And then about, uh, uh, Peter Cornelay the first time? The first time we were so pumped. First All right, let's time, take our last yeah. break. Uh, Harrison, why don't you take us into our last break? On the other side, though, let's answer that question. How did Bones get on the court that I've been teasing? What is it going to take? Yeah, guys, we're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network. You know Ball. Ball Arena where the Nuggets play. Also, the aerospace technology company, also the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer. They have a plant right here in Golden, uh, and they're hiring. Uh, they are hiring at their Golden plant. If you're interested in working at Ball, check them out. Jobs.ball.com and search for Golden. Jobs.ball.com, search for Golden, or simply text Golden to 77222. Uh, Ball Arena, the place where the Nuggets play. And Ball, the company that makes the 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids. Uh, They're doing a lot of great stuff for the country and the world as well. So check them out today. They've been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. Jobsupball.com if you want more info on working for Ball. It's officially a Bones Boy summer. (laughs) It's a Bones Boy summer. Uh, let's see here. Oh, at Manscaped right now. At Manscaped, oh. DNVR listeners, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Look, you absolutely need the Lawnmower 4.0 for the summer. It's a requirement for living in Denver during the summer. Uh, you need to get the Lawnmower 4.0. You can get it as a part of the perfect package, or sorry, the performance package 4.0, uh, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You also get that $39 travel bag. You get the different blade lengths, sizes one through four, that comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, which has that 4000K LED spotlight. Get it all for 20% off with free shipping when you use the code DNVR at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping or free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Uh, finally, guys, who wants to win some money this week on DraftKings? What? Anyone? Me? 
Anyone? Anyone? We got, well, I told you we went to Vegas, right? We need to recoup. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm itching to get back on DraftKings after we couldn't use it in Vegas. Just itching. But right now, uh, been a bigger, a bigger tragic, tragedy, travesty. I know, man. It really hasn't. Um, to celebrate the start of college football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly. If you bet one dollar or more in any college football game, take advantage of this limited limited time offer now. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of one dollar or more on any college football game, no matter what. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. Promo code DNVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, here we go. Final segment here. Let's uh, let's talk now. Bones, how does he get on the court? I think, the, like, Jamal Murray's out for most of the season. Guys that are certainly going to be in the rotation, Monte Morris, Will Barton, P.J. Dozier. And I think Faku is the next one there that I would say, like, I, they're just not – Faku's going to play. Guys that are next up in that line include Marcus Howard and Austin Rivers, probably in reverse order, Austin Rivers, then Marcus Howard. So already you're kind of looking at it and say, okay, he's he's going to have to beat somebody out. Do you, do you think that there's a chance that Denver will just play, move everybody down a spot and he can naturally fit in? Or do you feel like at this very moment he's got to beat somebody out of a spot vote? Um. I think him and Austin Rivers are probably like the next guys, right? If there's either scheduled rest or an injury uh, or both. So I think he would probably have to beat Rivers out. I don't know if that's the biggest mountain to climb, but I do think there's going to be a small trust factor with Rivers here already. And so far as, you know, we, we've seen you do this from the Nuggets perspective. We've seen you play your role, stay within your role, say the right things, help us win a playoff game. So you know, I, I think they would give Rivers another nod, but I do kind of see Bones in that kind of RJ Hampton slot where, yeah, he's not in the rotation, but don't rule out him playing. Yeah, I, Eric? Think, I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. Like he's there's no there's no path immediately for him to be like part of the actual rotation outside of somebody getting injured. Like there's just no way. There's just too many guys in front of him, and you know we're talking about the not what is just like the right and just path for Bones Highland. We're talking about what Michael Malone would choose to do. And so there's also not that long of a runway for him to like outshine somebody. Like if he yeah. outshine people in camp, I mean we're talking about one week. Right. <laughs> that yeah, point. Is that yep. enough of a sample size for Malone to be like, wow, that's our guy? He'd have to really, really yeah. surprise. Yeah, I don't. I I just think that there's no chance. There's just no. It, it just there's no beating it out. I don't even think that Malone would be looking at it like that. Like seeing about uh, evaluating whether or not he could outplay one of those other players. It's sort of just like, can he fit into this already established team? So, but I think you're right. That R.J. Hampton uh, parallel, I think, is is spot on. Like he'll come in, he'll get some spot minutes. Um, it'll be exciting. Um, and then he'll disappear for a long time. Everyone will get mad. Uh, you know, we'll, be, we'll be on Bones Watch for you know a good portion of the season, which I, I hope that he just I Bones hope that he, Watch. <laughs> my my hope is that he spends almost all of the season in Grand Rapids. Like he just gets time on the court and he just plays. See, I don't. Plays. I hope he plays. And honestly, one of the me, things well, I look at well, one of the things I look at is. <laughs> he reminded me in summer league of his team at VCU, and that so much was asked of him. I mean, I talked about how he took twice as many shots as anybody else on his VCU roster. The same, you know, you go to the summer league and everything was on his shoulders, his admittedly self-proclaimed wide shoulders. So he had a lot to do. I'm so curious what it looks like if he does share the court, just theoretically, with Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic, Will Barton. Like, What happens if you give him that much spacing to where he's the last, he's a footnote on the scouting report, and now all of a sudden he's wide open, and when he's catching the ball, he's got the worst defender and this or that. I I want to see him at least a, a little in that because I actually yeah, think love to. unlike most rookies, especially rookie guards who look great in summer league and then look worse, I think defensively he's going to look a lot worse than he did in summer league. But I think offensively he might actually look better once you give him more spacing and lower a lesser role. 
When, and when you make that RJ Hampton comparison, the difference there is Bones can actually shoot it mm. um, yeah. and is like a very, very advanced offensive player with the ball in his hands as a playmaker finishing than RJ Hampton was. Um, even though Bones Island's only 20, I think he's turning 21 next month, but he's much further along, at least in my opinion, than RJ Hampton was. You know, maybe RJ gave you a little more defensively just because he was a little more athletic. He was more quick twitchy than Bones is. But just from like a plug and play ability, I, I think you're probably a little more confident with Bones. Definitely on the offensive uh, sure. side of the floor. Sure. But I'm with Eric. I mean, I, I also want to see him play with the Nuggets just because one of the themes for this Denver team all year, I think, is going to be playing a deep bench and that they should be doing that. Mm. But I would expect like the second the G League season starts for Bones Highland to go to Grand Rapids. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I know a lot of people saying Malone doesn't play rookies this or that, and it's mostly true. Faku, not really a traditional rookie. He obviously played a lot. But, you know, Jokic played 1,700 minutes as a rookie. Jamal Murray played 1,700 minutes. I know that was earlier in the process. Part of this is just that Denver has a lot of good players. But if, but if we look at some of the players that you wanted to play, like Zeke Naji, he didn't play last year. Makes a little bit more sense now that he didn't play a ton of minutes. Like, okay, it looks like he probably has a long way to go. Um, you just go down the list of, of some of the guys, Wancho and Gomez, Malik Beasley. These were all guys that – you know, they needed extra time to become good players. And maybe Malone was still a little bit tight there, you know, in terms of how much of a leash he allotted those guys. But I, I still think if Bones is good, if he really is a cut above those guys we're saying, not Jokic and Murray, but the rest of the guys, if he is, then I think there is an avenue. And even R.J. Hampton last year got minutes with the Denver Nuggets. And Denver had a deeper backcourt last year when R.J. Hampton was healthy, and they still had to go to him because of the injuries. I think Bones is going to get that. I think he will be – slotted in the G League, playing a lot of G League minutes. But remember, the G League season starts after the NBA season, so he's not going to be there right away. He'll be with sure. the on. And he's one call, you know, one or two injuries away from him coming in and getting an opportunity. And I suspect that is going to happen because it's not just an injury to the backcourt players that we just mentioned. But if Michael Porter or Aaron Gordon goes down, all of a sudden you don't have a small forward either. And now P.J. Dozier is probably your starting small forward and everybody has to slide. Maybe Will Barton's playing backup small forward minutes too. And all of a sudden there's vacancies at the guard spot that he'll probably right. have to fill. So right. I think he's going to play real minutes this year and I'm excited for it. Man, why are you going to poison the hype cast with a doom scenario? Like that? <laughs> That's not a doom scenario though. I mean, that's but just when like you have, when you have like uh, the three ends up being, I mean, we get, we get down to our third and fourth guy playing the three. I mean, I, up, we might have another seven and it's both. I, I don't want a seven. I want a 15. <laughs> <laughs> you want a seven, seven, seven is fun. I just mean, so I, I listen, I would love for bones to just come in and play. I, I, I just think that, I, I, I just have a hard time seeing it outside of injury. Injury, absolutely. Like, he's the guy that you look to. But, you know, I, I, I see Austin Rivers getting a lot of run this year. I mean, I think that he really ingratiated himself to the coaching staff. And, and it's, it's always funny. I mean, there's so much seasonality and, and recency bias when it comes to all of these things. Like, when you look at the offseason, you're like, this team won the offseason. And then you're like, but their team is still terrible. Um, you know, we're looking at summer league and Bones Highland is the most exciting thing that's happened to uh, Denver basketball in a very long time. So will he, is he exciting enough that you're going to be tuning into the Grand Rapids? Yes. Same. I agree. Absolutely. It's also a, a, like, look, there's going to be some sort of relationship now between this organization and the Denver Nuggets, whereas even the Nuggets themselves were more not not that different from what we were doing, like watching them play for another team and taking notes from that film. But now there's going to be a little more directionality in this whole process, control in this whole process. And so it's absolutely something, obviously, from our job perspective, we should have our eyes on. But from a fan perspective, I want to in Bones. I just want to see this guy with the ball in his hands. If I was willing to watch that summer league team, I'm willing to watch just about any team. <laughs> the G League, the, the goal this year will be more exciting, I think, than the summer league team was. Like I actually think, and they'll be more cohesive because you actually play together a little bit more. Um, this, last thing, last thing before we get out of here, guys. Um, I'm curious. I saw this on Reddit the other day, and I thought it was a great question and kind of a fun one. RJ Hampton, I stand him, even though I think that he has a lot of holes in his game and a lot of work. But it's an interesting now to contrast. RJ Hampton or Bones Highland, 
who do you have more confidence having who's going to have a better career if you were to project it i'll start with you win oh man that's tough that's tough <laughs> let us know in the comments as well guys huh i would say i would say at this point you've <laughs> probably got to go bones highland just because he has a shot and shooting is the most important skill. thing in the nba yeah it's the most important thing in the nba is to have a shot and bones highland is going to be a legit shooter from the second he comes in the league and rj hampton i don't know if he's going to get there i don't know if he's ever going to be an average three-point shooter um now like i think rj hampton's gonna have a long career and a really good one um you know maybe not a really good one he, he's gonna have a long career i think but i mean bones highland can shoot it and i think that is gonna give him a certain floor yeah what do you think there eric I think Bones. I mean, I still we we love RJ as you as I as we all we stand him as you say. Yeah, I um, stand him. But he's just we mainly stand him because he's like such a positive, great person. He's like and he, the whole time that he was on the Nuggets. I mean, we said this over and over. Like, I still don't know what he's good at as a basketball player. I know he's like hyper athletic, and yeah. I know that he has a lot of heart, and I know that he can uh, sort of like rise up when the situation calls for it. But I don't know what like skill you would point to and say like that is what rj hampton is good at outside of just being athletic as a skill and you're right like bones highland can shoot the basketball and bones highland has um like really a really crafty game that can i just feel like is going to get better and better and obviously we've seen him now playing against guys that are a lot bigger than him, even though it is just summer league i mean you know those are you know at least the start of NBA bodies. And it wasn't as though he was just getting swallowed up and, and eliminated like we thought maybe he would uh, just looking at his measurables. So bones, baby, let's go. Vote. I'll say RJ because of the opportunity. Uh, maybe Now, good point by Chad Andrews about the difference in organization at this point. Denver is certainly a place that can get the best out of you. Orlando, not so much. However, RJ does have a chance to be one of the young guys and a guy with the ball in his hands a fair amount. And honestly, he had some, maybe some empty calorie games, but some really nice games down the stretch for Orlando. So I'll go with RJ just because he's got an organization that needs him in a, in a, in a role that, that can conduce is conducive to a, a big step up. I'm going to go bones he is here. Behind Jalen Suggs now though. Yeah, he is behind Suggs and they just also have a million other dudes, but, um, but your point still remains that he is like, there's no question RJ Hampton is going to play minutes next year. There is a question with bones, but you know, I'm going to go bones one, the shooting, the basketball IQ and just the offensive like floor for him is so high. I think RJ Hampton, he could, he has a bottleneck to his game. And a lot of that is to sort of some of the basketball skill parts like shooting and even just like more control with the ball in his hands. So there's a bottleneck there. If he gets past it, his game can really explode. But that bottleneck, a lot of guys don't ever get past that aspect of it. Whereas bones Highland, it's the opposite. Like he sure. had the, the parts of his game that are that pop and are so important. And, you know, the parts that he has to improve on, I, I, I just, you know, we'll see if he, some of them he maybe can't physically, we'll see, but the shooting is there. And that's just such a huge part of the game. I'm so high on bones. I'm so high on bones. I'm so high on this show. I'm so high yeah. on our audience. I'm so high. On, I'm just high did right you, now, guys. Did you think I like? I cannot believe I'm this excited about the Denver Nuggets already. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> as the season was ending, we were like, Jamal's hurt, all is lost. What are we doing? We're not. Who are we going to add? There's nothing left. And I get already. I'm like, let's freaking go, dude. Let's we got the go whole. We got our whole. Um, uh, we're in, we're, in front of us. I just want to say yes. Whereas Bones has far more opportunity as the sixth guard on the depth chart. Good point. <laughs> Sorry, got a little salty on my way out got the door. A little salty out the door. Jeez, way to bring the vibes down. Anti-bones here. Wow, the hype cast. Get him out of here, guys. Get out of here. Everybody else, thanks so much for hanging with us today. Uh, we will be back again tomorrow with a brand new episode, mailbag episode. We'll see everybody then. If you're looking to go back to school, maybe finish up your undergrad degree, or maybe you've already gotten your undergrad, you're looking to go back to school, get another degree. MSU Denver Online is really the best option that you could ask for. Super affordable, and they give you a great education. A lot of the teachers at MSU Denver Online actually work in the field that they're teaching, so it's a great networking opportunity as well. And like I said, it's really affordable. 
MSU Denver Online is also offering free application fees. So you can use DNVR Sports to waive your application fee at MSU Denver Online if you're signing up for baby classes in the upcoming fall semester. So no matter what type of student you are, no matter what type of schedule you're working, check out MSU Denver Online today. You can view their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash online.